Today's the day I got a couple projects to try my best. I got a week to work on them. Um, I didn't sleep well last night at all. The pain was off the chart. I was feeling just overall pretty damn sick. I increased some of my medicine. Um, that didn't help matters. The nausea was not good. And then um, I realized with Eric, um, I don't think he's going to be uh, paying bills. I don't think, uh, I said this is going to happen. As, um, and I was warned that they get to the point they just don't care. Um, and you have to be, prepare yourself, um, which I have. You know, you have to legally as well understand that gets to that point, you know, you have to take things over. And, uh, there are circumstances and things you have to work with the attorney and they'll help you with when things like this happen. Did I see it coming? It was inevitable. Um, he got it on his own insurance policy um, and it's obviously a high risk policy and paying like almost three times as much. He has a driver's app and it helps him to regulate his driving in that. Uh, they also get rewarded discount for that. Um, insurance company flagging. I'm not getting involved. I'm not getting involved unless it has to do something with me. Now, uh, starts getting involved financially and you're still dealing with things until you're completely, I mean, the last line divorced, then you have to jump in on situations. Um, he, he downloaded the app and um, asked if I could check, you know, if you can check sometime and see, has it been, because you have to start the app and you have to go through the steps in that to activate it. Can you check and see? Um, this morning checked and um, downloaded the app. This is what I mean. Um, when people have addictions and behavioral problems with it and they'll just appease and say whatever that you want to hear because that's all they're going to do. Um, take it with like the tiniest grain of salt possible in Morton's factory that's been pulverized a million times over by a forklift in a warehouse. Because <laughs> that's about as grain of salt you can take it. Um, he downloaded the app and never even activated the app. Didn't bother to call them, nothing. This has been like two weeks. Should I be surprised? I am a little, um, but I'm not surprised insurance company can't get through to them. I know they're kind of doing me a favor, but you don't need to do me any favors. I think you just needed to remove them and not try to get them on his own policy, even high risk. Um, I know insurance is a business and business is money and you know, I understand that, but um, I think they're going to realize in the end they bit off more than they can chew with him. It's not doing any good. Um, he's just say, okay, whatever, okay, sure, yeah, whatever, to anybody, about anything. But that's it, just to appease, just words. There's no actions behind it. So uh, I realized that uh, he still has one, two, he has three bills to pay. He has a mortgage to pay. He hasn't even paid that. That is due the other month. Um, if he doesn't pay the mortgage, what happens? Um, there's some stipulations and things. I was prepared to have to uh, be in a position where I have to take things over, and that's not easy. Um, but he's put me in a situation. Do I think he's intentionally doing it? Yes. One billion percent attention to it. Do I think he cares about anything except for himself? An addict never cares about anything or anyone. I can't say this enough. Um, I've been arming myself with education. Everything I'm sent from the addiction center, I read everything. They don't care. 
number one thing is addicts don't care about anyone or anything except for themselves. You mean nothing. I don't care if you're a parent. I don't care if you're a child. I don't care if you're a spouse. I don't care best friend. I don't care who you are to them. You mean nothing. Their addiction means everything. That's it, themselves. Narcissistic, covert, narcissistic, covert, whatever the hell. Yeah, narcissistic. Narcissistic, selfish. Yes, we can say that. It's part of it. Do I think he's doing this just to try to sabotage things? Yeah, sure. Sure he is. 100%. 100%. Um, he's got to understand that everything gets transferred and everything's got to switch hands. Um, does he care? I don't I know. No, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care at all. Um, he made a comment that was interesting, but I, mean, I wasn't really surprised. I said, what are you going to do when you literally make this decision and you stop paying bills? You're not going to make me homeless. I'm sorry, Eric, you're not taking me down with you. You could be miserable and, and not get the help, and you've been given the help a million times over. People have offered help, free help, you know, and you're not taking it. You don't want to take it. You've got to help yourself first. You're just not doing it. But you're not taking me down your miserable road with you, and you're not taking my fur kids either, period. That's it. Um, he's at the position now where he can come in and do things he needs to do. I stay on the opposite end, you know. I do my thing. Um, I don't... As little conversation as possible. I need to the nail. Um, dry race boards also post this, I guess I'm done, a text. Um, I just don't, he tries to talk to me, I'm like, Eric, I just don't want to talk. Um, this morning he pushed me. He literally, and it was like I realized I stopped him. Like, he's doing this intentionally. Um, key to self. He's doing this because he is in this roller coaster. He's not hit anything today. He's not gotten any uppers or anything. This is a pattern. He's doing this to get to you. He's done this with other people. Don't respond. That's what he wants. This is like energy for him. Don't do it. I mean, I did. I was frustrated as hell because I'm thinking you have bills that are behind. You're not paying these bills. You know? Um, he's not doing it. I have to cover all the counts financially. Um, I feel like greatly he's sinking me. And I'm a damn fighter. And I'm fighting my ass off. I think it's a joke. I mean, he thinks it's a joke. And he sits there and says, there's somebody, so-and-so called me in the neighborhood, a pussy or something. What are you looking at, pussy or something like that? I was like, so you're contacting a law firm and you have no money because somebody in the area called you a pussy. Sorry, whoever's listening to this, you don't like it. <laughs> a birth parent. Literally, I don't believe anything that Eric says, first of all, okay? But even if somebody did, okay, and, I mean, you're an adult. Um, sticks and stones may break your bones, okay? I guess names hurt you. I think you see you're contacting an attorney in next city over because somebody calls you a pussy that obviously doesn't like you. Okay, you go ahead and do that. Um, but when you do that, make sure that you have your responsibilities that you signed for a divorce process and everything. They've been notarized legally, and you've signed and you agreed. Make sure you take care of financial responsibilities first. Because you're going to owe. You're going to owe now or you're going to owe later. It's, it's going to catch up. But literally, contact a law firm because he feels threatened because I'm protecting myself. That's a cop-out. See, that's another thing, too, when people who have addiction, 
and they get into this behavioral part, it's a pattern, is it's everybody else's fault but theirs. And you take anything anybody does and they will literally just, I mean, just woof way out there. Well, who forever called him a pussy or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I had to laugh. I need to laugh. All right. That's a freedom of speech, okay? And man to man, I mean, be glad you're not Wild Wild West. Eric should be glad he's not in the Wild Wild West. Or in other days, I handle it in the fields. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. If that's how he feels about you, that's just right. Who am I to say? Yeah? Maybe you asked for it. I really call a law firm because of that. I'm thinking you have bills to pay. Okay? You have bills to pay. All right? Attorney helps that's getting paid the process of divorce because I've realized this is a mess and I'm not joking it's not easy um, so I try to keep things keep things out of you know taking a friendship and taking the next step in a relation um, I, I was talking last night so I'm so glad you don't live in the state <laughs> I'm glad we're working on this long distance relationship you know uh, they're scheduled to come in town next month, but I told them, I said, I'm so glad, I told them last night, I'm so glad you don't live in state. Um, and they were like, I am too, because I'd want to be over there all the time, but I know you don't want me to intervene, and I understand, and I respect that. You know, let me handle this. This is a chapter I have to close, and I'm not dragging anybody in it. You know what I mean? I'm just not. Um, I'm not tainting anything that's good. And uh, I, it's been a long time since I literally know what it feels like to somebody care about you unconditionally, hair or no hair, no matter what you look like. Um, I just tell them, I look worn out. I feel worn out, I look worn out. I can say it, I look worn out. Um, it's not comfortable yet, like literally, here I am. Because I don't look anything like I did a year ago. But I'm worn out, I'm worn out. Um, Eric's wore me out, but medically also has worn me out. Um, but it's nice to just be able to text and uh, talk to someone and have somebody, you know, just to listen and provide support and not be judgmental and just stand back and, you know, what can I do? Um, I had a realtor call yesterday. They actually took over a realtor I was talking to to see what you know want to do with the property and things going on in Kentucky. And um, I just say they're taking things over. This is going to require for them to sell their home down south. So it's moving both of us together and on a property but I told you know and everybody knows this I need to take care of stuff with Eric right now um, and physically it's getting hard for me to travel right now because got to get the pain and things under control got to get my levels I'm not saying they're gonna be perfect with Addison's with medication and that and treatments but it's gonna be close but I know it's gonna take a little while so juggling things um, but they're handling and figuring out what do we want to do. Um, we need to sell the property in Indiana. That's for sure. That was a straight sale. Um, it wasn't a um, specialty contract or anything like I'm dealing with Kentucky. But Indiana property is a straight sale. So had one of the realtors I had talked to, they called me back. And um, we tried to figure this all out. 
uh, Kentucky property is like it just that's just too much. We both agree that's a lot of work. It's not a guarantee. Um, climate and that's changing. You put tens of thousands of dollars in a house, but is it really worth the while um, to go through complete sale with it? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. We're figuring things out. I want to make sure we have a home, permanent home, um, not a problem home, um, not a lease contract, not a rental, no nothing, just a straight sale home. But I have to get to take care of things on my end, um, especially with Eric, because uh, you know things are going smooth. But when you're dealing with somebody who's giving every kind of help of pushback and is not in the right frame of mind and has popped up on uppers and lowers, I mean, how the hell is anybody supposed to have a civilized conversation, you know? And it even made a comment, well, I think I want to amend, I think I want to amend the separation agreement and some things. I literally, I want to redo them. I'm sorry, he said, I want to redo them. I had literally thought to myself, I just, there's some things I'm not going to respond and answer to. I'm not going to. I'm going to wait, give myself five minutes and, and take in of what things he says when he's popped up and sound absolutely insane. Um, I want to change. You can't change things. Um, that has to be agreed upon. There's nothing changed. So I took the time, you know, as many pages as there is of everything. And, and, you know, when you're going through divorce and all that, there's things you have to add and you have to change things. And then you agree upon it both parties and you have it notarized you sign and it's that's it i want to change things <laughs> this isn't going to buy in school clothes where we decided you don't like the button-down shirt now you want a collar you know car polo this is this is not this doesn't work that way i don't know i did i rear myself back i thought i'm not even gonna sorry i'm not even gonna answer that one this is crazy it's crazy um I was, went through the uh, Creation Museum and that. And I had texted him, I said, listen, you'll have to let the dogs out. Um, I still wanna be on video call, but I'm not going to be there. You know? I'm going to be you know, out for a little while. I'm gonna be at Creation Museum and I'm doing some things, you know? So I'm not gonna be there. Um, but I need you to let the dogs out. I get the strangest text. Like, it's, it's always getting relieved from him. It's the craziest thing, and it was just like, yeah, it's just somebody popped up. Um, it was just weird. Um, I had video call on that and walking through, and there was a part of an Adam and Eve and about marriage or something like that. I don't know what it was. And uh, he had saw that, and he didn't had a comment back. It was just strange. It was just weird. I'm thinking now, there's nothing left. There's nothing left of the marriage. It has been done. It's been done for a long time. Um, I'll raise my hand on my faults, but this isn't at fault. You've done a lot of things that are not okay. There's no turning back and you didn't stop. The thing is, is you didn't come into a marriage to be married out of love. You came into a marriage for something you wanted. And I still 1 billion percent believe two people. You know, a family member said it and, and somebody else that worked close to them. Another deputy is he came in for a beneficiary. There was something he wanted. It wasn't love. It wasn't a marriage. It wasn't love at all. Yeah, he played the part for a year, but after that, that was it. It was it. You know, there was a lot of stuff. 
wasn't, it wasn't a marriage. It was just a convenience thing. That's not, that's not what I saw. That's no, 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 no. I, no way, no how. I went into it, the person that, who showed me who they were the first year. And after that, I don't know who the hell showed themselves. But I don't know him. And to me, he's a stranger. And I don't know him. I wish him well. But when all said and done, him, that's it. We're not going to cross him paths. There's no friendship or nothing. He's done a lot of things that are not okay. And um, I wish I was 100% healthy. I didn't have to deal with chronic illness. Um, I wish I wasn't born with things, but I can't. I can wish all I want. I could be a, like a dreamer, but I'm a realist. Um, those are things out of my control, out of my hands. Part of the children's hospital. Oh, Lord. I mean, this is how it's crazy how it's been. We had a revisement revision with my disability um, through judiciary hearing, and uh, you have to do that when things change where they find medical documents and we can go back. And there was a comment and asked if I was, um, did I realize that I had, and I'm going to have to literally look and see what this is. Um, it has to do with my intestines. And the thing is, is no other doctors had this information until recently because, you know, back then everything was written and now we're going from written to electronic records. Um, they had asked me if I had remembered being at Children's Hospital for either it was a partial or it was a partial bowel blockage or something. My intestines were getting blocked. Um, and I said, I, I don't think. And they said, well, you would have, you know. And I said, you know what? I do remember being at Children's Hospital and them having to give an enema. And I was really, really sick. And I couldn't go to the bathroom. And, and had this been, as they asked me, had, had this been going on, do you remember um, being young? Do you remember going to this a lot? And I said, I don't really remember because there's a lot of things I blacked out. I don't remember. But that's where therapy is helping me. Um, to remember things, there's some things I'm told I may never remember, and there's some things that may surface just by, um, you know, hitting a part of the brain of your memory and triggers a moment, you know, caught in time that I may have forgotten or may, my brain has protected itself. But I was asked, okay, well, we have here a diagnosis of a malrotation. Have you ever been told you have malrotation? And I said, oh, what? And they said, malrotation, your intestines. Your intestines are flipped. I said, yes, I actually have. One of my lead oncology specialists, I had a group of, or a uh, team of 12 when I went to oncology because what I was going through was being documented by Rare Cancer Institutes. I agreed to have my case documented and it still is for the rest of my life. Um, it's in order to help other people, but it also allows me to get medications and things and treatments and um, oncology treatments and tr clinical trials and things that weren't covered. Um, by insurance allowed to be a good percentage covered if not everything in full. Um, a lot of things weren't, but then there were a lot of things that were. So yes, I'm under Rare Cancer Institutes because what I had um, with the tumor was a result of an organ growing back. So I was told with the oncology specialist in the room that do you realize your intestines are flipped? Well, when they said it, I was going through so much and then all of a sudden I, you know, I said, no, what do you mean? And then we talked about something else. I do remember um, when I was going through the hearing and I said, you know, I do remember that, but 
I wasn't sure what that meant. And because it was dealing with something really great going on, we had a dress, it kind of went wayside, kind of like the Addison's. I was diagnosed with Addison's before oncology. Um, they were looking at everything to figure out this tumor, what the hell is going on? Because everybody had their opinion of what they thought it was, colon cancer, intestinal cancer, stomach cancer. Um, nobody hit ovarian cancer. Everybody hit everybody else, every kind of cancer. Um, they ran Addison's because of symptoms. So I had testing inside the hospital. But I did test positive for Addison's. Um, and the thing is, is then it had to be wayside. So you know, fast forward, my Addison's got worse because it wasn't being treated. So now we realize through records, oh, you know, you are Addison's patient. I don't remember that. It went through testing, yeah. So it came back positive. You went through all the hospital testing. Injected you and all that stuff. I said, yeah, all right, yeah, remember. Oh, yeah, you have Addison's. It's just secondary to autoimmune, which you were born with. I was like, okay. So being told I have this with my intestines during the hearing with malrotation, I didn't know what in the hell they were even talking about. I was fortunate that the judge read everything to me. And I was able to get a copy through a disability attorney that I had to hire because the one I used prior is just doing estate planning there no longer. But I was told malrotation is just, it's a prenatal abnormality, excuse me, abnormality. It's just basically where the baby's intestines doesn't form and they don't rotate right in the abdominal, meaning that it just, it fails to develop in a proper position. I did not know this. This was in children's hospital records. It was put in during emergency and they found it out when they were doing some testing and they actually were able to really, really um, hone in and look and um, there were some other scans that were done right before my oncology treatments and they also picked up um, malrotation where my intestines were flipped and not in proper position. Could that have caused a lot of other problems? Sure, but I'm thinking, good Lord almighty. God, just put me back in the drawing board and let me be born at a different time, you know, with a different body, <laughs> you know? Um, no way, no how, you know? No way. A kid wants to go through a lifetime of dealing with their health. But that was something else that was just like this big thing. I had no idea. I had no idea. But um, that's scary. Yeah, makes you more susceptible to getting partial obstructions, bowel obstructions, um, food in that. You have a harder time eating. Um, it's connected. It can be yeah, it's definitely a damn straight connected gastroparesis, you know, because what happens lower stream affects upstream. Um, there was a specialist I saw um, that was connected with my last surgeon. And they made a comment that this is not just something that happened. You've had a lifetime of problems that started at birth. But with your GI tract, whatever was going on was going downstream and then affected upstream as you got older. There was something as they felt going on. And they were absolutely 100% right. We didn't even have the children's hospital records then. And they were just by a guess, by what everything imaging what I was going through in prior surgeries. So they were 100% right. Um, it's crazy, you know, it's just crazy going through all this stuff, you know, last thing you want to be doing, I don't want to deal with anybody like Eric at all. I don't want to deal with anybody that doesn't bring peace and positive to my life. I'm sorry. I wish you well, but I don't want your negative energy and toxicity around me. I don't want your juju around me. 
if I don't vibe with your energy, I don't vibe and I don't want that around me. Uh, that's the truth. I know I just went completely off what I was talking about on a podcast. But um, once again, I'm going to say, you know, you can't rhyme a reason with somebody that's just you can't rhyme a reason with. Huh? Can't rhyme a, rhyme a reason with someone that doesn't care about anybody but the damn selves. You know, that's the truth. But it's been tough. And today's like a reality check. It's like I'm wiped out. I'm just worn out. Um, all this medicine, all this stuff. And, you know, battling. And you fight and you fight. And it just wears your ass out. Um, but I don't want to deal with somebody adding on to the equation either. But literally, somebody in the neighborhood calls you a, a pussy and then you jump to an attorney. Oh, my God. Somebody called me a pussy. You can't afford an attorney. You're not even paying your bills. Huh? You need to be worrying about being responsible. But am I surprised? No. I have a video following up on, with this. It's interesting. And across this, doing a project and doing a lot of research and things and just looking at and you kind of just use social media and other platforms and that. When it goes, when it comes to projects of, you know, what generally society depending on what project it is, let's say it's like a new product or something, you know, or has to do with food or a blender or something, and um, or people are doing recipes online, and what are they using? Have you noticed anything in the video? It's just, there's certain things. It's just research, really. For some reason, this popped up, and this video popped up, and I thought, man, that's, I've never seen a video like this. Is it a sign? Sure. Do I believe in signs? Sure. Do I think the end result is Eric's own demise? Is, is any addict's own demise is by their own doing? With 100%, a billion percent certainty, yes, yes. They hit that rock bottom by their own demise, by their own doing, nobody else but their own. So his video after this, you know, some people say, no, there's no way you can be, you can get addicted to energy drinks. I don't know who's thinking you can't. That's like saying you can't get addicted to cigarette smoking. Really? Do you want to tell that to somebody who can't quit and they've tried and they crave it? They don't crave paying $50, $70, whatever it is, for a case or carton or whatever the hell of cigarettes now pack. They crave the ingredient. Keeps you buying, keeps you hooked. But what do you think energy drinks do? Same damn thing. It's just different. But you have people still that want to just debate and say, no, you can't even. You're not living it, okay? Might want to educate yourself. I mean, talk to a treatment center and they have a mask about energy drinks and treating people that had strong addictions to them. And you'll see a different side of what, in your mind, you have a right to believe and how you feel. But you have to also, how you feel and what you believe, make sure it's backed up with facts. You know? And these treatment centers are treating people like that. Like Eric. We can't function without it. And we're doing this stuff for years. And they lose control. And then the behavior comes surface and people start noticing. Because they can't keep it under wraps as 100% functioning anymore. They're keeping it hidden and functioning out in the public starts becoming unraveled. That's when they start hitting rock bottom. And I'm sorry, but energy drinks are extremely addictive. Huh? And so are cigarettes, cigarettes and everything else. I have a video following up on um, on this podcast, but 
I know I just want to live the place. Sometimes this podcast, like I said, it really a reality is for me. Um, so later on, I get over this part of my life, which I have gotten over every hurdle in my life. Um, I fight tooth and nail. I'll get through every hurdle in life that's come my way. I'm a fighter. I don't give up. I, I don't. I don't give up. I just keep fighting. Um, that's just strength. It's learned. You know, it's learned behavior. Been through rough times in my life, and this is nothing new. I'll get through this. This too shall pass. It's just going to be a hell of a lot harder. It's not going to be easy, but um, you know, when you start fresh and you start on a, a clean slate, and that you can't bring what you're going through in your past, you know, and things like with the marriage, you can't bring that in the next relation or whatever the picture may be and you're taking your time and seeing what happens is what we're doing you can't bring that in uh, protect that relationship you know that friendship with everything you got you know there's nothing wrong with somebody giving you support in that but um i gotta stand my ground on this one you know i'm not getting i'm not going to intertwine that but things will happen and they'll go into place with property and that and talk to the realtor and things will fall into place. So I was surprised they called. Um, they were pretty aggravated because Eric um, was refusing to set up a time and to get it to where they can come out and you know look around. And there's some things that they definitely want done, um, small things, you know, things that need to be done. And he just doesn't care. But this is somebody that's supposed to have a driver app activated, and they don't even have that either. And that was pretty much mandatory for the policy. So they can monitor his driving, but he doesn't have that either. So should we be surprised? Now, you can't worry about... You can't worry about somebody who doesn't worry about you, or hell, don't even worry about themselves. you got to focus on yourself. You know, try not to let them get to you. I mean... I have my moments, and I wasn't feeling well this morning, and he just hit me the wrong way. Um, I tried to argue with someone. It was a waste of my breath and time, and it was stupid. And um, when I realized, what am I doing? I'm, like, using energy that I need, and I'm not gifting him my energy. Limited energy, I'm not gifting it. Sorry, I stopped. I just said, leave. 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 I'm not dealing with this. Leave. Leave. He left. I don't know what he said, opposite of the house. We left. Oh, I don't have time for that. You know, you don't give your time and energy to somebody who doesn't deserve it. You know? Because you're wasting your time and energy. 